0: Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy. Yesterday was glorious. It was just nice to listen to grown ups. even old ass Joe Biden. And yeah, you can tell there's going to be a ton of gaffes when he has to talk on his own. He's almost 80 years old. I have a mom in that age range. She's going to be 84. And, uh, yeah, you you have some communication challenges. <laughs> but uh, it's just nice to have a grown-up back in the office. I'm so proud of Kamala Harris, not only because she's a prosecutor and she was not progressive, and I'm okay with that, but also because she's a grown-up and she's interesting and a Howard grad. Like me <laughs> <laughs> And also just the what she represents for young people. So it's almost like, you know, what Barack was for young people. You know, though there there's a segment of of little kids of all races and backgrounds who who won't think it's a big deal to have a person of color as president. And that's good. That's real progress. It's when we have to keep talking about it that that lets you know we have so far to go you know uh i watched cbs coverage and and uh kudos to Nora o'donnell who looked fly but also you know she she had to talk a long time and <laughs> she was clearly the boss even with gail king in the room she was clearly like the one running the show so that was very cool but also she uh you know I don't. That's another small victory. I'm getting distracted, but that's another small victory. When did Nora O'Donnell take over like CBS News? I I, I remember just one day turning on. I'm like, hey, it's not a man in the anchor chair, and it's not Katie Couric. What's going on? That's a small victory that no one seems to notice. But yeah, I was watching CBS coverage, and it was just it was just really cool. And I think the the announcer had to say, oh, she's uh, Kamala Harris is the first African American. And South uh, Asian American to, you know, I'm like, and woman to be, you know, vice president. And probably, let's be real, she'll probably be the next president. And she was my pick before. Um, And not just because she went to Howard, but because I like her background and I like that she'll be balanced. Listen, you know, you can't tackle some of these problems in our society without. Uh, a wide variety of knowledge. You cannot be all one thing trying to, uh, create solutions for millions upon millions of people with different backgrounds, with different viewpoints, with different attitudes, you know? Um, and what we need is somebody who, who understands, listen, you're not going to tackle crime. And fix anything until you've actually been a part of the criminal justice system. Once you become part of it and not as a criminal, as a (laughs) as a as a prosecutor or an attorney general, you're going to have a different viewpoint um, because there are people who live in vulnerable communities who just need to have a different experience with the police. They need the police until we figure out how to stop creating such dangerous and and frightening uh, neighborhoods. You know, obviously low income and poverty and crime and bad schools all go hand in hand in hand. And until you start talking about all of it, you're not going to fix any of it. And I love that someone with a prosecutor's background um, is there. And understanding, you know, what what can be a viable, real solution and conversation. You know, I'm tired of hearing these stunted conversations about how you're going to fix things. And like you leave schools in terrible condition. Um, You let teachers who shouldn't be teaching. Uh, We had a case here in St. Louis where I think somebody was was banned from one school, but they didn't put it in his permanent record. So he just went and went to another school and was teaching when he got arrested for a heinous crime. So it's like, you know, those kinds of things we we need to to communicate better and more clearly and more expansively about the big topics, because until you tackle poverty, you're not going to make a dent into crime. And that's just the way it is. So, yeah, I gleaned a lot from seeing Kamala. <laughs> But no, these are topics I think about all the time. And, uh, you know, when you live in a city like St. Louis, which is exploding in violence, exploding in crime, you know, you you start to think, you know, if you're uh, a thinking person like myself, you start to wonder, like, how did we get here? Because this is not the St. Louis I grew up in. You know, and I just had a video chat on MLK Day with some girlfriends. And one of them just, you know, she lives in D.C. She's like. I can never see myself living in St. Louis again. She makes great money she she's happy she's at the top of her field um and there's nothing comparable for her to do here you know uh it's just it's incredible to me, and it's like she's the hundredth person I know like that. They can never see themselves living here, and that makes me sad. I mean I'm ready to get the hell out myself. <laughs> But uh, that's because I've been living here for the last 10 years. And it's it's tough, man. St. Louis is no joke. It really isn't. And the violence and the crime and the, I mean, it's just, it leaves a lot to be desired. But there's some amazing people here. And if you're from here, you're rooting for it. I have people in my life uh, that are top of their fields. Uh, filmmakers you've heard of. They've worked on projects you you've heard of. And they, you know, they want to help, but they don't want to live here. And part of me is like, that's great. But if you don't live here, you're not helping because it's living here that helps. It's paying taxes here that helps. It's it's sending your kids to to, to the schools here that help it, it that helps. It doesn't help if you live somewhere else. You know, it's nice that you want to throw us a bone and, and you know, but. The The way to really help is to live here. And I'm telling you, you don't want to live here right now. It's tough, especially if you're in an in a, in industry like, you know, film, where there was a chance to have a film industry here, and they just killed it. It was very, very strange. Anyway, I'm off topic. I enjoyed the uh, inauguration. I worked with that in the background, which was huge for me, because I remember when Barack got... Uh, inaugurated and I couldn't watch. And it really frustrated me. And I was like, when am I going to be in a point in my life where I can, you know, have a job where I can actually watch history? And, uh, you know, had to wait a while, but <laughs> we here now. And that was good. It was great. I, I worked with the inauguration in the background. And, you know, it was a, a, a glorious day. Not so much because I care about Democrats being in office. I just want to Grown ups, And yeah, Joe's super grown. He's old. We're going to see some gaffes. He's going to make some mistakes. But I do know, you know, if you've ever watched somebody surround themselves by people who also don't know what they're doing, like Trump, um, it's scary. I know that that Joe might not be the sharpest anymore. But I know that he is a kind and compassionate person. And he will staff his his cabinet and his White House that way. And that gives me great comfort because the federal government, it doesn't really touch your everyday life for real, for real. But when you need it, like during a pandemic, you want grownups there. You want somebody to say, oh, people have died. 400,000 Americans have died from this one thing, you know, in in less than a year. I think we just got to the year anniversary of the first case of covid being diagnosed in America which means it was here before then, but okay. I mean, seriously, you want somebody to to not be like, well, that's not my fault. You don't want that. You want someone that goes, hey, this is is some shit. As Kamala said, when Trump won, they found some video of her talking to her staff when Trump won. And she was like, this is some shit. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I love her. But uh, most of the people I've met from Oakland, I really like anyway. They're just really cool people. But, yeah. So, yeah. It is some shit. And you want a grown-up to be like, dude, we need we need solutions. We can't have Americans just dying because we're negligent. You know? Hey, that's a charge in some cases. Criminal negligence. And, um, yeah, that's what Donald Trump... I can't wait to see this... This MF needs to go to jail. I mean... I want I'm here for all of it because I want people to know fraud is a crime and that's what that dude is. And he has been defrauding people for decades. None of his family had enough guts to be gracious and courteous. So really, Ivanka, you want to run for president and you don't have enough grace to welcome in the new president and the new first female vice president in American history. You're an asshole. They're all horrible Assholes. And I hope they all go to jail. I really do. Because that's what they deserve. You know they've committed crimes. I'm not just saying going to jail because you're an asshole. That hasn't been made a crime yet. But they need to go to jail. You know they've done some criminal shit. So anyway. Uh, it was great to see. grown ups in the room. I'm happy. Let's start all over. We've got a lot of work to do. Um, and I did. <laughs> I did read some articles where some of these proud boys are super pissed that Trump uh incited them into a fury and then went to hide in his uh resort <laughs> it's like really you just now figuring out he's a fraud the guy was one guy was like hey he's not the same guy that ran in 2015 he he just he's like weak and gutless I'm like he always was weak and gutless you all just shined a spotlight on him, and he got excited and kept talking. But he was just acting. He wasn't. He's. There's nothing tough about Donald Trump. He's that dude that talks shit. That's it. You know. Yeah, he got in the office, and he could cushion himself with a lot of bad decisions and a lot of yes people and sycophants. But he ain't no G. He ain't hardly about to do nothing that's gonna put his life and, and, uh, money at risk. I mean, he does that, but he does it unknowingly because he's not very bright. You see what I'm saying? He's not even savvy at this point. You can look at his gut. He's got gut issues. You could t- he probably has diabetes or sugar problems. You know, his body's not metabolizing sugar. Look at that gut. Listen, I'm telling you, this dude is not right. And now people are starting to feel used all these uh you know white rioters and it's like yeah you know why because he was using you (gasps) dude this is what happens when the when you dumb down the public school system i'm not being disrespectful but y'all know that curriculum is not the best so listen and or not even that when you let when you let it be okay for americans to just be like i'm not gonna learn shit nah I don't want to I don't want to be educated like you vilify education and then people like I don't need to know that shit oh okay that's this is what happens you get a bunch of people who don't have reading comprehension skills who you know are easily uh subordinated and indoctrinated I'm not trying to be disrespectful this is just the facts look at the shit it's out here (laughs) just read when you look at where America is on the um, global scale of education, it's not good. Our 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 kids have been struggling to keep up globally. You know, we are not the most, edu- we're not number one in hardly any educational uh, subject. So this is how it, this is what it looks like too. You can be easily manipulated by another dumb person. He's dumb. Ugh. I just, I am, for me, it's not even political. He's just not somebody I like or want to be around. There's nothing about him that is leadership material and why people are drawn to him or were drawn to him because I feel like people are jumping off that ship. You know, thank you, God. Show them the light. And he's not the only one. There's some other people out here that are leading you around. And you'll see, you'll see. But uh, for now, we'll just take this one little victory. Well, actually, it's huge. This one huge victory and just watch the dominoes fall afterwards because there's some people out here have been faking you out. <laughs> and uh, I'm ready to see them all go. Gosh, even Eric Greitens is talking about running again. This is crazy. He got run out of the governorship of Missouri. Missouri stays looking stupid. You got Roy Blunt up there talking yesterday, and I'm thinking, you've been part of this whole Republican machine. He up there invoking Ronald Reagan. Nobody, nobody who's not a hardcore Republican gives a fuck about Ronald Reagan. I, he is the first president that I can look back and remember my life went from middle class good to like, what the, how we going to make it. And that was all under Ronald Reagan. Sure, my parents getting a divorce had something to do with it. But my dad was a union man. And Ronald Reagan made it his business to bust unions. So, thanks, Roy Blunt. Missouri stays looking stupid, man. God. And I'm telling you, you, everybody knows somebody awesome from St. Louis or has family in St. Louis or somewhere. If all those people came back, if all those people who left and moved to, you know, better cities to get work, had to come back to St. Louis, it would finally be a decent place to live. But that's just wishful thinking because they're going to all be headed back this way and I'm headed towards Toronto. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, welcome back. See ya. Yeah, I I paid my dues here. St. Louis is tough. It's a tough place to live. But you you will not find the good people are the best you've ever met. I can't vouch for everybody, though, because you might get shot. facts (laughs) it's true i i don't even mean to be glib about it. it it's true uh for about three months my neighborhood erupted in rando gunfire thankfully it's tamped back down but i mean they got the guy i think there was a murder probably like two months ago and it was about three blocks from me and i think they got the guy they were looking for but you know I don't know. Baby steps. Right now, I'm all about Howard University and Kamala Harris. And, you know, Howard had a moment yesterday, and it's going to be great. I think uh, enrollment will spike. And, um, you know, I made some generous donations this year to Howard. And, you know, I'm very proud of my alma mater. And hopefully one day I'll be one of the names they mention when they say, Oh, and you know power universities graduates include, and uh, yeah, that's something I'm going for i I want people to know that I went there, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm one of the famous graduates. I don't necessarily want to be famous, but I want to be notable <laughs> noteworthy, all right, yeah, I'm letting you into my psyche a little bit. I don't do this for nothing. Well, I do it because I love uh, to hear myself talk, obviously, (laughs) but I'm a people person. And, and, you know, I get enough positive feedback to let me know that people are listening and responding to what I say here. And I take it fairly seriously. Um, And yeah, I do it not to get famous or rich because I haven't done a great job monetizing or promoting this podcast, but it's grown anyway. And I owe you guys that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, keep liking, subscribing, five-star reviewing, all of that. I appreciate you. And if you enjoy any part of this, please just, you know, share it. Share the link. Share it with somebody you you care about. And, uh, you know, we'll just build a little community of dopeness. All right? Be good. Be safe. Be your best. Hallelujah. We got new president, and it feels good already. Yeah, we got a new president and vice president, and it feels good already. Had to say it again because I don't think I did it. uh, I don't think I did the grammar thing right. But it's early. It's all love. Please take care.